I'm assuming Spicy was like, okay, we're going off mute. And I'm like humming, not realizing, not paying attention, clearly. Welcome, everybody, to the X1 Bros. This is your Positive Gaming and Xbox community. We're back. It's good to be back. Welcome, everybody. As always, we are live over on YouTube. So each and every Friday, come join us, youtube.com forward slash X1 Bros or Positive Gaming. It's interchangeable, and we'll show right up. A lot of, you know, we, we talked last week about Xbox, Activision, I believe Xbox is the new leader in town. We dropped a video on that yep. this week mm-hmm. talking about, you know, he had the phone call to to Sony saying, you know, hey, you're great partners. In the, and I think what that is is indicative that it's a flex. Xbox has a new ro- new role to play in gaming. They're the innovators. They're the leaders. They're, they're pushing things forward. I think it was a flex tweet. It was a flex tweet, yeah. <laughs> it was a, f- a little bit of a flex tweet. Um, but... Call of Duty Activision. We did get some news out this week about it. Jordan, man, why don't why don't you roll us through a little bit about what happened? Yeah, so there was the uh, the leak uh, that the next there was a leak this week that the next three Call of Duties are already kind of contractually set up for their usual all systems, and basically after the next three, that's including this year. So this year's, next year's, and the years after, I believe, are the three. Um, after that. It's the Wild West for Call of Duty. No one knows officially what's going to happen, but I can take a guess. I can take a $67 billion guess that they will probably be not exclusive to Xbox, but exclusive to Game Pass, wherever that might be. And I would like to thank chat. They said I look good today. So. Oh, Ronan Thank says you. I look all right, and I'm happy with that. That's uh, <laughs> if I'm looking all right, I'm looking good, baby. That's how I feel. Uh, That's no. how I feel. Uh, so yeah, one th- one thing, Jason Trial over at Bloomberg uh, mm. dropped this story, broke it. Uh, he also said that includes this year's or an upcoming iteration to Call of Duty Warzone. Oh yeah, the, I guess well. that's the other big thing. There's again all rumors, right? You know, nothing's. Super, you know, uh, I, didn't they say something about like Warzone 2.0? Warzone, yeah, essentially, that's, yeah that's Warzone 2.0 is, that's is it, what yeah. they're new, talking about. A new iteration is Warzone and 2. And I, I think they, they talked about it coming 2023. Yeah. I believe. Now let's let's so. let's reread Phil Spencer. This was last week when he talked about uh, what he said to Sony. He said, "I confirmed our intent to honor all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony is an important part of our industry, and we value our relationship." That's the flex tweet. Yeah. Um, but you pointed out, spicy, last week that the key is on the word intent. I did. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That sounds like something. Intent. I would say. Intent is not is not. We will. That's. Uh-huh. Like I intend, well, I intend I to marry you, girl. Let's go to bed. <laughs> I a lot think, different. I think they intend to keep the next three there, and then after that, yeah. Spicy thoughts on on this whole situation. Uh, well, I'll I'll say it again. You don't spend seventy million billion, not million billion dollars to uh, to share. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I I think um, after they burn up all the contracts that they have, uh, that they're going to. You know, let run out essentially. Uh, they are going to utilize, especially Call of Duty, amongst all the IPs that they received, to further their plans of world domination in Game Pass. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you, 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 I mean, you can hope and dream if you don't want it to happen, but uh, no, that that doesn't work out that way. I, they bought that with a lot of money and. It is a strategic move to further Game Pass. I think, I mean, I said it and I think people disagreed with me, but as soon as 
I mean, we're already talking about Warzone 2.0. Yeah. I'm telling you, as soon as they can, without much flack or whatever it's going to be, they're going to move the entire Call of Duty, Duty do you, series. Do you think Warzone... Doo-doo, Call of Duty. Yeah. Call of Duty. <laughs> Call of Duty series. Call of Duty series exclusive to Microsoft. Do you think Warzone 2.0, so the new iteration or the sequel, for lack of a better word, do you think that will go Game Pass only? Um... Or do you think Warzone will stay kind of... Because Warzone's yeah. already cross-play. It's already cross-platform, uh, cross-progression. Is it cross Yeah, it is, I think. Yeah, I, w- I would say uh, it depends on what 2.0 means. If it's a Blizzard 2.0, I'm not entirely... If it's Overwatch 2, I'm not entirely certain that that's actually a uh, an actual expansion. Maybe, maybe they bought Blizzard just to get a clarification on Overwatch 2. <laughs> Yeah, well, was, I, I'm I'm still confused about that. Yeah, real quick, Ronan in chat clarifies wasn't intended was desire. Ronan says Phil said desire. So when Sony says they don't want Game Pass on PlayStation, Phil can say, "Well, we tried, everyone. <laughs> yeah. We desired see, for this to just, stay. That's the thing. It that's, just didn't, it didn't work out." And Phil could be like, "Hey, we tried. It cost us seventy billion dollars. We tried. <laughs> we, well, I guess we're just gonna have to make it. We exclusive. did our we did our best, everybody. <laughs> we did um, our due diligence. So also, at least according to this Bloomberg article, Jason Schreier, it's actually not three years." It's the next two years. Microsoft is but committed to releasing. But it's the next three games. Oh, right? I see. I see. I Something see. Like okay. that. Yeah, that's right. That's correct. Yeah. So uh, and that. Yeah. I, so I don't actually know if Warzone 2.0 falls within the next three games. I, I guess I assume it would, but the next three games. So. I think the biggest argument is you just dropped seventy billion dollars. Yeah. Well, it's just it's you're the not, same. It's you're the not same. letting your competition. I mean, when when Sony bought Insomniac and the rights to Marvel, did did we expect them to share? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just the reason you buy those is so you have people to come to your platform, which, by the way, them owning that makes me go to their platform because I would really like to play the next Wolverine game. Yeah, that looks good. Yeah, I agree. Um, there's a couple There's a couple of sentiment that I've seen around the world. A couple of sentiment. Sentiments regarding this whole thing, particularly by PlayStation fans. Now, a lot of PlayStation fans uh, are handling this okay and have, have like a really leveled, level-headed... Uh, take on it Uh, but some people I've seen on Twitter are just freaking out and saying outlandish things the first one that I'm seeing is that Microsoft couldn't compete so they just changed the rules they they're they because they couldn't compete with uh, PlayStation they've changed the rules and I think that's such faulty logic like isn't isn't that competing but no but if you call changing the rules innovation (laughs) <laughs> well, I know that's exactly then then that's exactly what happened it's called innovation it's called it's called it's like it, that 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 is like saying uh you know a buggy whip manufacturer saying well henry ford changed the rules he couldn't compete with us in making buggy whips he changed the rules <laughs> yeah that's exactly what happened <laughs> that's exactly what's that's happening actually, what happened here really good what happened that's here and what has punched so many so many people in the stomach is they they mock game pass and they said subscription will never work. It's shown to be working, to becoming more popular. And Microsoft just put all their chips on the table. Yeah. Microsoft says, yes, we believe this is the future. The The question is, and so the question remains to be seen, is this the future? Microsoft sure thinks it is and is putting a whole bunch of money in it. And by doing so, it's forcing everybody else to make a decision. Yeah. You either believe subscription service is the future or, or it's not. Yeah. And I think Microsoft has, ba- has ba- they've played chicken. They've said, "Yep, this is it. Let's let's go. It's go time." Yep. No, I think it's the future. I think it's fantastic. I mean, how many times last year, even though we're 
well, anyway, how many times last year did uh, like we have to actually buy a game and how frustrating it was? And you're like, I gotta buy buy this game. And like you're getting mad, you know. And then, but what's so funny about that is we'll buy games on Game Pass just to play three days earlier. What's really funny about that, yeah, is Forza. I was not mad at that. I was like, oh yeah, okay, I'll buy that. That's 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 why it works. That's why this model works. We're actually spending more money on these games when we technically, in our brains, think it's free. Yeah. Now let me clarify. I'm not bashing Sony fans. I think many. I have many that are friends, good friends. Uh, many that do podcasts that are that are good friends, and I think have really interesting and good outtakes. But on Twitter, I guess I just can't go on Twitter. Uh, Twitter gets intense. Twitter, uh, you just see the dumbest comments, and that's the stupidest logic. <laughs> that's the <laughs> most foolish logic I've ever heard. Like, oh well, Microsoft couldn't compete. Was, oh yeah, guys, Microsoft couldn't compete, so they are they changed the rules. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they 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 are. It's it's called innovation. <laughs> Uh, Netflix couldn't compete with Blockbuster, so they changed, changed the, the rules, rules, and now there's one Blockbuster yeah, here, here, left. You, let's 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 take that logic. Yeah, yeah. Sony couldn't compete with the Super Nintendo, so they changed the rules and created the PlayStation. Well, actually, fun fact about that: it was actually because of Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo like humiliated yeah. them. Well, no, yeah, they Nintendo basically did a pl- power move they, publicly. Yeah, in they Vegas. were basically like, "Hey, go create this system for us." <laughs> <laughs> and they said, "Yeah, never mind. We don't want it." That was funny. Yeah, and so I just think I think I think that's I think what happens is people as humans we're like afraid of change or we don't like change, and you've gotten so used to things being a certain way, and now the ground is shifting. We we really are at this I think pivot point in gaming history, and the next five years are going to look completely different than than the last five years. And it's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting to be a part of. And I think Sony's going to have an answer. Uh, they look, might not, and but I think they are. I look, mean, they, if, if they've, they, they've proven to be very good at this game we call gaming. Let's let's say they the, all this Project Spartacus stuff we hearing you know comes out. They're gonna have, let's say they throw all of their first party titles on there, right? Yep. And that's including the new Spider Man games, God of Wars, the Wolverine games that we're gonna get. I mean, Sony's first party lineup is so strong. That I mean, I think they can. I'm not going to say outright compete with Game Pass because I think Game Pass not only has a strong first party, they have all the third party stuff now too. I I do think they can at least break their way into the market. You know, they because I would sign up for that if I got all of Sony's exclusives through a Game Pass program or Project Spartacus or whatever they're going to call it. Yeah. I would get that on if especially if, if they if went it, the same model and did it on PC and I don't have to get a PlayStation, I can do it on PC. I'm in. Yeah. That's what's so genius See, about and it. I, I wonder how hard it is for... I'm not saying it's impossible. I, I wonder how hard it is for Sony to do that. With Microsoft, they already had Windows, so they kind of knew the ins Yeah, and but outs. anybody you know can I mean? develop software on... Uh, you know, it's not like yeah, it's a closed yeah. platform. No, 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 I know. But I, I'm just... it's it's. I, I wonder how difficult it would be for someone like Sony... Compa- well, I guess they would just have a, the Sony app, like Windows has the Xbox app. So yeah, can I tell you another pet peeve that I see around? Sure. The and this one, this one actually, I understand why people think this. I think that this is legitimately a valid concern at first glance, but it's also foolish thinking, and I'm about to show you why. And that is consolidation is bad for gaming. And I think that the that oh Microsoft buying these they're consolidating these parties is going to force PlayStation to consolidate and Nintendo consolidate and consolidation is bad for gaming gamers are going to suffer. 
Uh, and I understand that because it's the idea like it's it's being seen as you're removing competition or you're removing you're taking all of these different players out and they no longer have to compete there. Ergo, we're not getting the best product that we otherwise would get and and player gamers will suffer. But in reality, if you think about it for just a minute, what are the best games on PlayStation? All the Sony owned ones, all the Sony owned ones. And what did Sony do to get those? They, they, they essentially consolidated. So the best. And why is it that those are the best ones? Because Sony can come in. If you're an independent developer or you're running to develop, uh, you know, a publishing company, you've got to worry about where your next, you know, big titles going to be with someone like Sony or Microsoft or even a Nintendo. If they're spotting you, you do have creative freedom. It's 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 Netflix. It's the Netflix model. We're getting the best television shows. We're getting movie quality television mm-hmm. that has never existed. NBC, ABC, CBS, they didn't bring those to us. We're getting them because Netflix can write you a check and say, create, create what you, what you wish because we want the best. We're incentivized to have your amazing creation on our platform. And so I just think, I, I understand that, I, that idea that consolidation is bad for gaming, but gaming is so huge. We're not even close to the point where it would be bad for gaming. And I think Microsoft coming in and saying, hey, make, make the best games that you possibly can uh, actually brings creative freedom and, and, think, and proof, proof is in the pudding. It's exactly what Sony has done. Sony, Sony's best games are from consolidation, are consolidated games under the Sony umbrella. Yeah, no, they are. I mean, if you name the top five best games on PlayStation, I guarantee all five of those are first party. Yeah. Spicy, spicy. You, uh, am I wrong? Am I wrong here? Am I right? What, what do you think? Uh, sounds great. <laughs> That's it looked like you had something to say. No, well, I don't know what to add. I mean, so when you, when you talk about like Netflix having their TV shows, what you're talking about is like the Netflix originals, like Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Uh, Witcher. Witcher. Yeah. Shows like that. Yeah. He-Man. I mean, you, you provide a sound <laughs> argument, David. Uh, <laughs> If I were to try to counter that, I don't know if I could. <laughs> if, that, if that's you want my my feedback. No, and so I and so I and here's the other thing too. If consolidation is bad for gaming, was it bad when Sony bought Naughty Dog? Where were you then? Was that bad for gaming? Was it bad when Sony uh, acquired Insomniac? <coughs> it's, no, it's kind of sad because that means I'm never going to get like a Sunset Overdrive two. It's bad well, because you could, you could. it's yeah. bad because you've picked a team. That's why it's bad. Yeah, and I'm gonna get a lot of hate. I'm sure. In no, the it's comments okay. No, this. no, yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, screw you all. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> what are you doing, hanging out on Twitter? That place is crazy. I know. I gotta stop. Yeah. I Speaking gotta, of the Wild West, I gotta stop. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Man, that's that's ballsy. Yeah. It really is. I try it to really post is. happy things on Twitter, like just beat a game. No, Yay. most of, no most of it. It's a great place to get news, and most of the people I follow, whether they're PlayStation or Xbox, are really good. But I keep seeing this theme of consolidation. It's guys. It's 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 not, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Moving on, let's uh, let's take a question from frickin' A. Oh, I love that yeah. name, frickin' yeah. A. Frickin' A wrote in uh, to the mail sack and says, "With the moves being made at Xbox and f- their fairly transparent goals, where do you see Xbox in five years? And what does the rest of the gaming industry look at? And how does the rest of the gaming industry look at that time?" Spicy. Oh, right, right at me. Uh, okay. Five, five years. How does gaming look uh, for Microsoft and for the rest of the five years? I'm, I'm going to predict this. Thank I you, predict Jordan. something real quick? Yeah, <clears throat> what do you think? I think, check this out. I don't know. I think Nintendo is going to jump into this games for uh, uh, 
um, Game Pass type subscription games, I mean, right? Yeah. yeah. I think Nintendo's going to jump in. I think they're going to do it like a Nintendo way. But I think, I think, because I think a subscription based service on the Nintendo Switch would do very well because of the Switch being mobile, right? Everybody takes their Switch everywhere when they travel. It's the easiest console to bring with you. It's got good games. I don't think they put like their day one games on there, but I think like Breath of the Wild gets thrown on there. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. A lot of their older games. I think Nintendo jumps into the uh, subscription games. I th- honestly, I think Sony does too. I- I'm really curious to see what their Project Spartacus is. Uh, you know, if those rumors, yeah, you know, are true and kind of come out. Um, it'll be interesting this summer when like E3 and stuff like that starts to see what people are are thinking of doing. But I, I really do. I think Nintendo. Nintendo kind of when you sign up for Nintendo Online, you basically get all their old games. As like you can play all their old games through like multiplayer, like the old uh, like NES, SNES games yeah. through Nintendo Online. So they're kind of already halfway there, you know. If they can just make it a little bit more appealing, <laughs> I think Nintendo can do a lot of good things. Yeah, Reactor League just said if uh, Taco Bell can offer a subscription service, uh, <laughs> so can gaming. Wait, gaming Taco companies. Bell offers subscription <laughs> service? Apparently, I didn't know that. Uh, wow. That is hilarious. I might have to check out that subscription. Uh, real quick, we got some some super chats, and then we'll go. Okay. Uh, we'll continue with this question. Brand A, who has been a member for 20 months. It's his anniversary. Mr. Beast, he says, Microsoft purchasing X1 Bros in 2023 and consolidating YouTube support. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> yeah. hey, and then uh, Mr. Blake Densley, a member for 18 months, says Twitter is is bad for everyone. Hashtag facts. Uh, amen. Amen. Amen to that as well. But I'm I'm addicted. So so Jordan, I gotta disagree with you on the Nintendo thing. You don't think Nintendo's gonna do it? No. <laughs> There's. I mean, I. You're still buying full price for games. Well, that's why that I like, don't think like I think Breath of the Wild, but Breath of the Wild too. They'll charge you. That's how they'll get you. They'll double charge you. No. I mean, you go on there. I just bought <laughs> Divinity Original Sin full price on my Switch. <laughs> How old is that game? Six years? Five years? Yeah. <laughs> well, they, uh, they have no need. Here's no, the deal yeah, with yeah. Nintendo. Maybe it's They have no thinking. need to change. It is yeah. definitely wishful thinking. They have no need to change because we just, we like it. Well, so so like, we just, I, oh, well. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about this before the show. I just found out today. This is this from is Jordan. From Jordan. I just found out today that Bluetooth is now enabled on my Switch. What? <laughs> yeah, Why wasn't that enabled originally? Yeah, doesn't that thing, doesn't the prerequisite to that mean that it has a Bluetooth antenna in there? With an update. They just pass an update to do it. Yeah. So that means it's always had the ability. So yeah. you're telling me that this whole time my Switch has had Bluetooth, cap- Bluetooth capable and now it's just, oh. Imagine real quick if Sony or Microsoft did that. They would be crushed online. Yeah, I don't know why. They would why. be mocked mercilessly. But Nintendo can just, oh yeah, by the way, <laughs> we've always been able to do Bluetooth. We just decided to initiate it now four years later. Yeah, so. Those, no, it was, it we was patched in, it. Yeah. <laughs> we patched it. It's now Bluetooth enabled. So those that don't know, Nintendo now has Bluetooth on all the, I believe it's all the Switches as of September, which a lot of people actually just recently found out in our Discord, which led to us. But yeah, so it's quite a. And see, that's the thing. I don't think Nintendo, Nintendo can just do whatever the. Wo- well, it's all about, I've said this before on the show, it's all about attitude. Yeah, they <laughs> legitimately just, do not care. Yeah. And you got to have Bluetooth on us, guys. <laughs> well, but what they, it's all yours now. <laughs> what they've done with the Switch, too, is genius because everybody, whether you're a PC gamer, 
an Xbox, a PlayStation. It doesn't matter where you game. Everybody wants a portable gaming device. And it's, it was their same with the 3DS. Yeah. Or the 2DS. Like, they have just done it successfully. Yeah. <laughs> and they kind of already do have a subscription uh, in, well, with so, their Nintendo. You get the Nintendo 60 or Super Nintendo games, the NES games. And so it's kind of, they kind of already well, no, have that's, that that's in what place. I was, that's what I was saying. So, like, when you pay for Nintendo Online, which, let's all be honest, Nintendo Online is not very good, and it's why it's 20 bucks. And again, <laughs> it's one of those things, like, you're paying for a service to use your cell phone to party up with your friends, but you don't care because it's like, ah, it's only 20 bucks. You know, I, 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 anyway, but Brian F says they switched it yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's <laughs> funny. Yeah. Boom! So. I I just don't think Nintendo's gonna well, do. It. I mean, when you their, mentioned that, I just kind of okay. I with, mean, that'd be cool. That maybe they a, do it in a perfect world. They're supposed to. Well, okay, they're th- supposed okay. to conform. How about this? So Nintendo gives us forty-five-year-old games and says happy birthday to us, and we're excited. <laughs> it's they're forty years old. We're re-releasing Skyrim. <laughs> Yeah, or, like, or whatever, Skyward Sword for sixty dollars. For sixty dollars, yeah. so I don't, I don't know. I, well, no, I think so like what? What I'm like, so the Nintendo Online, right? Like yeah. we were talking about, they you get the old NES games and SNES games, and some of them they're multiplayer and stuff. If they could just expand on that a little bit more, but they're not gonna. There's yeah, no see, need. That, that's all because it, it's like I said, it's it's already in place. They just need to expand on it. Well, it's like we were talking actually before. But you're probably right because they don't. <laughs> we were talking before the show. Steam does a really good job of showing me what I want to play that I don't know I want to buy, yeah. and then I buy it. Microsoft Store does the same thing. Sony Store does the same thing. At night, this week, I've been laying in bed thinking, I would like to find a game to play while I'm laying in bed here. And I go and browse the Nintendo store, and it doesn't do a good job of showing me what I want at all. Yeah, it's not a very it's good It's terrible, and yet it crushes it. And well, it's you be- don't care. You don't care. And Honestly, yet it's because like- Nintendo's our drug dealer, and we'll just take what we can get from them. Yeah, they, they, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just, yeah. okay, yeah, I'll take that. Okay. Yeah, that, that, and then you're excited because you you're laying in bed playing your Switch. I can get this same game on my phone for $1, and you're charging 39 I'll do it. <laughs> it's a good deal. Yeah. It's not a good deal, but it's our it's our drug. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good to me. I, I guess I got to get it here. Well, it's got it. Like it's got to be their attitude because even the Nintendo Wii U, which was pretty highly criticized, probably the most criticized Nintendo console out of all the Nintendo consoles, they never really responded. They're like, ah, we'll just let it be out for eight years and we'll make a new one. Well, look at look at this. Yeah. Brother Buddha brings up a good point here. He says a couple of buddies of mine go and get the physical copies of Nintendos. He says I sell them as soon as I eat, I beat them because people eat up Switch games for fifty dollars. Yeah, used. Yeah. I'll say this. I think well, because that's the best deal you're gonna get. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. That deal's not happening. Uh, and you Nintendo, don't gotta worry about like the disc being scratched. Nintendo Their has created scarcity. And uh, the so the black market <laughs> yeah. can make some money there. Real life NFTs, real David. real life NFTs, right there. You that's can resell the game. Resell the game. They don't. Nintendo won't jump into the NFT game. They don't need to. <laughs> they, have, ca- they have cartridges. They have cartridges. Yeah. <laughs> that's ownership, right there. Yes, that is yeah. ownership. Uh, great question, friggin' A. I personally think in five years. I, I mean, I don't think we can really imagine. I think we're going to be in a subscription service. I th- just think it makes sense. We consume all of our other media that way. Um, I think that's 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 exactly where we're going with gaming. I don't know that we'll be in the VR space at all. Again, we talk about this a, a lot. We talked about yeah, it last week as well. I don't think so either. I think we may be in the AR space, and 
I think what we're I mean you, we've seen the Unreal Unreal 5 Unreal Engine stuff, 5 yeah. stuff like we're just going to higher and higher fidelity um graphics and it's it's very exciting but I think on the on the marketplace side I do think we will be at uh, subscription subscription yeah. subscription based for sure. Ready? And people are going to get mad at me. I also think we will be at digital ownership of copies of games as well. I think that you'll be able to resell your your actual video game uh, as well. A lot digitally, of people, not digitally. digitally. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah. yeah. So, uh, so like so, for example, if you were to buy Skyrim Anniversary Edition, you could resell Skyrim. Yeah. So a lot of people digitally. are a lot of people a lot of gamers uh, are very much against NFTs, and understandably, I don't think that there's been a there's been a quality example in the mainstream gaming industry uh-huh. to show what they could do. But one example where you where you don't even have to be inside the video game. But one example is every digital copy that you have is an is a physical NFT. And then you can take that and and resell it. Uh, so it'd be, it'd be the a, same thing as market. taking your physical Halo Reach copy and taking it to, to GameStop. GameStop. To get, yeah. So let's say let's say if, get, if at GameStop you'd get store credit because that's a better deal. Yeah. You you <laughs> yeah. you're you're able to do that and so you're you're able you to house Microsoft that inside points. inside of your ecosystem of of the Xbox or whatnot. I do think that that's a that's an example to me of of a good example of where the NFT in gaming space could go is with your your game is is your game it's yeah. it's one of x amount you know and you can turn around and, and sell that to someone else so hmm. it's going to be interesting i think i think where gaming is going is is going to be really really fun and exciting great question again freaking a yeah uh should we read another question yeah, it's yeah, your so call, man. Yeah, why not? Yeah, go we it. got a lot, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah we do have yeah. a lot of. Or call. do you guys want to talk about? Uh, do we have a question about the new ESO expansion? Oh, we do. I don't know if we do. No, I don't think we do. Let's talk about the new ESO because I'll tell you what ESO is doing correctly. They are crushing. I mean, they always have for like a couple things now, but they're crushing their introduction videos. <laughs> they're so good. Yeah. They look so good. Yeah, they do. So tell us the new ESO. We're yeah, getting so new, new companions. New ESO. So yeah, it's called ES uh, or Elder Scrolls Online: uh, The High Isle. Uh, this is, expansion is going to be all about the Bretons, which is going to be really cool. We will get to know, learn more about the Breton lore. It's on a completely new island that has never been in any Elder Scrolls game, which I think is the better direction for ESO to go because ESO takes place thousands of years before the first Elder Scrolls, so that gave them some freedom, but they were still constrained by the lore that comes ahead of them. You know? Yeah. Uh, I think going to a whole new this is the this is the direction they need to take. Go to a whole new island, a whole new land, make your own stories. Obviously you you are still a little bit constrained by what happens in the future, but by going to these new islands or or these new lands or whatever, now they can put little easter eggs in like Elder Scrolls 6 and stuff like that. Like, oh yeah, you know, I I just think anyway, I think it's a good idea for them. Uh we do get a new companion. There is a new card game that uh, they're introducing as the new game mechanic for this year. So um, I wasn't expecting that when they said it. Uh, Pete Hines came out. He's the head over at uh, Bethesda. He was like, and we got a new game mechanic. And you're like, oh, okay, what's all right? Yeah. <laughs> so is it like wagons? What? You said car? It's like Card. Cars. Oh, car. <laughs> like what? You said cars. I was like, so what do you mean? Like wagons? <laughs> no, that's right. It's like the Gwent. It's Gwen, the Oregon the, like, Trail. Like the Gwent like card game. There's a dysentery <laughs> minigame. You cut me off there. I'm thinking cars. No, card. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So, and they We're call, talking and wagons. Goes, well, it's We're really, talking wagons. It's We're really, talking it's buffalo. Really, it's really funny because my initial reaction they were like, all right, yeah, the new game mechanic. And I'm sitting here like, okay, what are we going to do? What you know, is it combat related? Is it this? You know, what's going on? And he was like, we got a new card game. And I was like, what? Like, 
that really you know i so i'm i wasn't initially excited i think it can be cool the way you earn you know the way you earn these new cards but yeah it's it's basically going to be their ver- it's going to be a gwet game a hearthstone right their version of it it's all going to be in game they did explain they're going to have pvp which will be really cool so you can actually play other players within this card game you can do computers. There's certain quest lines, like in The Witcher with Gwent, where you can go through and do different quest lines with this game. So it may be really cool. We'll have to see when it comes out. Um, I wasn't expecting it, so maybe that's why I was kind of like, huh. But anyway, it, it's the more they explained it, the cooler it sounded, but I still think we need to wait until it, uh, you know, see how it works or if it's just going to be kind of a feature that gets lost. But why what? doesn't World of Warcraft have her? Why can't you play Hearthstone inside World of Warcraft? Well, I, I, you can, the simple answer, Blizzard. You can, yeah. <laughs> I think you, you can play it in the Blizzard launcher. Because that would be cool. That would be cool, yeah. Just it just like and all zooms like, into the table yeah, and it's then Hearthstone. Yeah, yeah. you're just playing World... Why not? I mean... It's tied to your library and... Technically, David, if you look at the game board, you are you are in World of Warcraft playing the game. Yeah. Even in their cutscenes, they're in the tavern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's... Yeah. So, in so technically, so why, yes. not, why not make it a reality? In Overwatch, <laughs> so, there is Hearthstone boards on oh, some of the tables. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine playing it in Overwatch? In Overwatch, they even have like Street Fighter with StarCraft yeah. up on the yeah. arcades. Okay, Microsoft purchasing Blizzard. Spicy, you were talking about the Fast Pass thing in Overwatch oh, yeah, today that you yeah. discovered? You want you want me to it, talk about? That? Should Xbox take that away, that feature oh. away? Well, so it's really interesting. So I used to be a big Overwatch fan, and I don't know why. I think something popped up on my YouTube this week, uh, like just randomly recommended to me. If somebody going like a zero to hero Winston educational, going to GM or something, I don't know. I can't remember. Um, but I I downloaded Overwatch to start playing it again. And David, you were mentioning how change. Uh, it can be scary for some people, you know. Yeah, yeah. If you're scared of change, play Overwatch. <laughs> it never changes <laughs> because because we. I I haven't played. I think in a year and a half, two years. There's no new characters. The biggest change that I saw. I was telling these guys, uh, and I think this was initiated about a year ago. I could be wrong uh, after looking it up, but they put fast passes in their queue times, which is. Fascinating to me because that game, how it works for those that haven't played Overwatch, they if you play competitive, they're in the in the locked teams, which is what most people I assume play. You can play two tanks, two DPS, and two healers. Now they did that to fix a lot of the balance that was happening with some characters they came out with. But long story short. There are about 50 gazillion, billion, trillion DPS characters. There's like six tanks and there's six healers. Uh, Obviously, they didn't plan on doing this because there's so many DPS. And to be real, DPS is probably the funnest to play Mm. because of the plethora of characters. They have a lot of fun characters and everybody likes to damage, you know. Um, So naturally... (laughs) There's a long wait time if you choose to play a DPS character because uh, it's trying. you can only play two on your team out of the six. And since everybody wants to play that, your wait times are going to be longer. Interestingly enough, they've added a fast pass, and I had no idea. And what it is, it, if you play 
um, if if you say to the game, just put me in wherever, they will reward you with a fast pass. <laughs> So, and what the fast pass does is it bumps you ahead of other <laughs> players. But to be some put dude in the thought queue. of this while at Disneyland. Yeah. But what's funny about that is wouldn't it just run into the same issue? So the reason Disneyland's work is because it tells you to come back at a specific time. Yeah. But it, you're in a queue, but like it say it holds it, your it's hold your spot, right? So because isn't everybody just been like, okay, I'll just play whatever, and then everyone with a fast pass will queue at the same. You know what I mean? Does, so doesn't it just so, like add a step to the same problem? <laughs> yeah, it's really it's a really interesting con- like concept. I don't know if it's a fix because <laughs> yeah, Jordan, you bring up the exact point that it's just another step, and since they're so easy to get. Like, just play a random play wherever a you're needed. Right? Yeah, yeah. It, everybody's now going to have fast passes. But I think I think it it maxes out at forty fast passes that you can have. But uh, I mean, yeah, play, but I playing mean, forty a, games when a, when a million people have forty passes, right? <laughs> yeah. It just becomes the same it's problem. Really, yeah, it's a, it's a really yeah. interesting thing to. I mean, at least Blizzard has been trying to fix it. Yeah, you got to give them credit for trying. Yeah, uh, I just I just found that super interesting. Speaking of Blizzard. It's hilarious that they that they have like a fast pass. That just that's hilarious. Yeah, it made me it it made me go, huh? Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real quick, back to the back to the NFT discussion because I know that this is so. For those of you that don't know, my job is in is in the NFT gaming space. The space in particular. Um, <laughs> and where is the where is the comment here? Oh, here we go. Ronan, Ronan says. Uh, digital ownership is great because because we were talking about <clears throat> excuse me we were talking about how I think it would be great if you could have digital ownership and then sell your game yeah, yeah, yeah. like you could with GameSpot only on a digital thing so digital ownership is great Ronan says but NFTs are a pyramid scheme uh, why not just create a space to let those digital games be sold instead of using NFTs no need for NFTs for that so I think we're getting into I think that's the misconception NFT that's just the definitional debate there i think all an nft is we could call it we could call it an xbox game we call it an xbox digital game if 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 you don't like the term nft but all it means is that there's ownership value and transparency that's it and and then and then uh all that all that is is all that means further is that there's it's on a ledger right and so the reason that it's tied to blockchain is because blockchain is dispersed it's peer to peer. It's a public through, ledger. It's a public ledger yeah. Thru, throughout the whole world. So, <clears throat> so I think. I mean, if you don't like NFTs, that's fine. We don't have to call them NFTs. We can call them whatever you want, and we'll just have digital ownership. I think that's the that's the key is bringing your digital items, bringing value and ownership to your digital items. Yeah, um, is the thing. and proof so, of ownership. Yeah, yeah, and, and a ledger. And then Rea- Reactor League also said. Uh, yeah, just the receipt is stored on the blockchain. That's exactly it. Uh, because Reactor said the problem is is if you have digital ownership and and let's say you own this game and whoever is hosting that so the block let's say the blockchain goes down then you can no longer play your game no you can still play your game in the same way if your game is downloaded on your xbox you can play your game on your xbox the ledger is just there to show that you own it you own it and then that only comes up when you go to sell it so yeah i think i think there's a lot of there is a lot of uh a lot of misconceptions out there on NFTs, and there's a lot of uh, valid concerns because there has been a lot of NFT scams. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, anytime, anytime there's a new industry and a new technology, 
that shows up, uh, there are going to be people, be people that take advantage of it. Uh, but all it is, and the other, the other criticism. I mean, oh, uh, phone, phone cards are still being taken advantage of. You know? Phone cards, <laughs> cell phones. So, you know, I mean, I'm I'm still getting calls to, to get my warranty on my truck or something. I don't know. You know, I'm just yeah. saying. Like, yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, and so there's lots of bad examples of it out there, but there's lots of good examples, and I think it presents a really interesting opportunity to bring more value to video game and to gamers. So, for instance, ten years ago, people said it was a scam to stream a video game and earn money from that. But and that's Twitch, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's just commonly accepted. I think we're at that same spot. I think we're in that same space with NFTs and with digital ownership. And I think it's really exciting. Furthermore, I think that what it presents an opportunity to do it, because imagine owning a piece uh, of, of a video game inside the video game. That brings an immersion that just doesn't exist right now. I mean, it, I mean that does exist, but it takes it to a whole new level, mm-hmm. in other words. And you could do it. You, there's there's a simple example. It doesn't have to be paid for. It doesn't have to be a scam where, hey, we're going to jack up the prices of these. In fact, that's the bad way to do it. In the same way that there are good ways to do microtransactions, there are also bad ways to do microtransactions. Uh, Overwatch is a prime example of that. I would say Fortnite is probably a good example of how to do microtransactions properly. Well, they hit and miss. <laughs> it's, the same, it's the same, though, with NFTs. So... Um, uh, an example that I like to use is Halo right now. Halo Infinite has their Tenrai event. You, yeah. don't, you don't have to pay for the Tenrai event, but imagine if the Tenrai event is this timed event. Imagine if at the end, if whoever completes the Tenrai event owns this, owns this armor, this unique piece of armor that you can get, that you can only get during this event. Everybody that completes it gets it, and it's, it's tied to this ledger that shows that, Jordan, you, you do indeed own it, and then you can turn around and, and sell it if you want or <clears> collect but- them all. But in your Tenrai event example, I didn't pay for it. I just put in my time to play yeah, the game. Yeah, you don't have you don't have to pay for it because the Tenrai event is a freaking. I actually it's a lock for a week anyway. I actually think not paying for it is the way to do it. Just tie it to tie it to a battle pass or an event and say, hey, everybody that completes this gets it. And but now you own it, like because right now it's a right now it's just a skin in the game. But if I could own that skin and it's mine, and I could just collect them all, or I could turn around and sell them, and two years from now it's like, dude, you did the Tenrai event. Yeah, I just here, here you go. I just I just made five hundred dollars off this because there was a collector that wants to collect all the skins. Yeah, like I think that's really cool and a really cool concept, and I think it really does bring this immersion immersion into a game and can enhance battle passes. I think it can ha- enhance battle passes. I think it can enhance temporary events, um, like never before. The issue is, the issue is this: you have to have your game on lockdown. Yeah, yeah. So that nobody can cheese it. Well, because that's difficult. David and I, w- you and I had a really interesting discussion about uh, NFTs and MMOs. And I, because I'm not as familiar with the NFT space as David. So I was asking him, like, if I were to do, like, for example, one, one example was if we had NFTs and MMOs, it would supplement the subscription. So therefore, because, you know, you have the NFTs that are supplementing that subscription, you don't have to, the MMOs are essentially free to play. You buy the game and play it. You don't have to worry about the subscription. But, um, that's what we were talking about. How do you prevent bots, right? Yeah, you know, and that's and that's, and that's the difficulty. And I think that's why you're going to see a lot of people attempt to get in and and do it wrong. You're also going to see. Let's be honest. You're going to see greedy uh, companies get in, greedy developers get yeah. in, and do it wrong and try to take advantage. And those are ba- those are all bad. But there's a way to do it, and there's a way to do it right. Uh, and if you do it right, I think it increases and enhances gaming like never before. Uh, Ronan says I don't want games to be turned into a giant stock market It defeats the purpose of playing games It turns it into a job instead of a hobby I mean it is a job for a lot of people right now uh, Streamers It's a job for, for streamers um, 
And so I just what, what I think it does is it gives players, for instance, let's say I'm not I'm not entertaining, I'm not good at streaming, uh, and I'm not a professional, but what I am good at is just completing events, right? Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't I as if if that's the kind of gamer I am, why can't I profit off that? I think it opens up your ability. You don't have to stream. You could just play the game, and and if you're really good at a game or just really good at completing quests or or whatever the the event is that has to happen now you as a gamer can make a living off of playing games it's not just streamers or prof- or or esports that can can make money you as the average gamer can make yeah. money well and in your example of using the tenrai event it doesn't necessarily hurt the game because it's literally a cosmetic yeah, it's just the cosmetic. The cosmetic that's, and doesn't that's, hurt the just, game. You know it's what I mean? It's the same so as it's, my... It's, all yeah. NFTs are, and, and if, you, if NFT is a dirty word, you could call it whatever you want. Digital items in-game with ownership. All, all it is, is a microtransaction. And currently, right now, in gaming, microtransactions exist. So if you're against microtransactions, absolutely, you would be against NFTs. But I think NFTs... And it's a type of microtransaction. It has the potential to improve trans, microtransactions in the same way that battle passes improved microtransactions from loot boxes yeah we all remember loot boxes uh overwatch yeah i just yeah, they look, still have them i, I i'm at 400 loot boxes i, I really opened. i really wish overwatch would change from a loot box system to a battle pass system but see they don't change yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right they don't yeah i think ronan you you bring up a good point not everything needs to be done for profit i i agree with that but if i choose to do it for profit, let's let's take halo uh if I choose to do it for profit, does that diminish the game for you in, in any way? And I don't think it does. Everybody, for instance, Dr. Disrespect or Ninja or, or Summit, they choose to stream their games. That doesn't change the game, gaming experience for me. It mm. just is a different way for them to experience the game. Yeah. Comments? Yeah, no. Questions? Concerns? No, you're, the, you, are, you're you our NFT expert, so... Yeah. yeah, I mean, there. No. My, my only and like I told you, my only worry about NFTs, more so in MMOs, yeah. is just botting because because MMOs right now have an issue with bots. Like when well, Call of Duty stuff. could never have NFTs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. We can say that right yeah. right away. Uh. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think it's wrong to be concerned. There absolutely are concerns, and I don't think it's wrong to call NFTs a scam because there are lots of instances of them being a scam. But it is a technology that that has the potential in to really do a lot of positive things for gaming just like, and just like anything else with with that potential that's a double-edged sword people can also abuse it and and do negative things and those people won't survive honestly i'll tell you where i think it makes the most sense is in hearthstone a game like hearthstone a card game i've always told you this mark if i could go and collect those physical packs of hearthstone i would do that Making those an NFT would be a way to do that. That I have these, yes, this means something. I know how many have been issued of this pack. I've collected them. I can play yeah, these. See, and the thing is, is it doesn't change the gameplay of Hearthstone because I think Mark will agree with this. Hearthstone is kind of already pay to win, just like Magic, just like Magic the Gathering and any other card game because the most powerful card in your deck is... The debit card. <laughs> <laughs> really, you just spend money and get the cards you want. Uh, yep. <laughs> Yep. And that goes for actually yeah, pretty much every card game. Magic the Gathering, all that stuff, right? They're all technically pay to win. I guess Yeah, here, just- here's the th- here's the thing too, uh and this is a valid concern. Ronan says resources from three four three in my Halo example uh will be put into things uh, into things like NFTs instead of things that will benefit the entire gaming audience. Uh and I under- I understand that perspective, but I, 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 I would put it this way. 
in, in my example where you're not paying for an NFT instead you're earning it what how why does that benefit 343 because 343 now benefits every time you sell it so basically it's it's eBay you sell your uh, Tenrai armor your well, it's not a Tenrai armor what is it your your Roy armor armor I think is what it's called yeah your, uh, your Roy your Roy I don't know if I'm pronouncing that. But you sell that. Let's say you sell it for $100, and out of every every transaction, they get 5%. Well, guess what they're getting? They're making a lot of money that they can then turn around and put into more recess or resources into making your game game better. Mm-hmm. So it, ju- it expands. It's the same with battle passes. Battle passes were a solution to free-to-play games so that gaming companies could provide a free-to-play game and make amazing free-to-play games. And now what do we have? We have the best free-to-play games that we've ever had in the history of gaming. Yeah. So I think what it does is it offers an opportunity for developers to make more resources. I also think it offers an opportunity for all games to go free. Yeah. And we, I mean, we're talking about, PlayStation's talking about, not PlayStation, but Take-Two, uh, $70 games. Like, well, you if you had, you know, if you had this, you wouldn't, there would be no, I already don't think there's an excuse to go to $70 games with a game like NBA 2K, but... But with NFTs, you definitely don't have that excuse. Like, because you now have another tool in your pocket to make money. And if done right, it's not taking advantage of gamers. It's just another thing for for players to collect. For instance, the card packs in in NBA 2K, you can put together your fantasy teams and get the card packs. Imagine if those were NFTs. That'd be be amazing. Again, it has to be done right. (laughs) If it's not done right, I am working at a company that is doing it right. Yeah. Well, it just goes to the example of uh, like loot boxes or battle passes. Some battle passes are done right, and some battle passes are done correctly. I think Fortnite's right. battle pass incorrectly. Oh, wait. yeah, you're right. That's <laughs> what I do. Yeah, I do read that. So, for example, I think Halo's battle pass was done incorrectly. I, I don't actually think Halo's is a the honeymoon phase is over for Halo, so we can give our criticisms. I I love the game. It's still my game of the year of last year because the campaign and multiplayer I think is on point. But I really don't think their battle pass was a good battle pass for for a multitude of reasons uh but something like Fortnite, i think they do or even apex i actually think apex does a good job with their battle passes i think apex is a good example of how battle passes work well especially with challenges um but uh yeah so i think you're right if done correctly and we've seen that in the past right yeah, EA, loot boxes. I guess there's a way to do loot boxes. Overwatch would be, I guess, the better way to do loot boxes. No, I don't. I don't but, care what you say. No, You're not well, going to ever on. convince me. Would of you that, rather ever. have a a Overwatch loot box system or the uh, during the free week before EA pay to win loot box? <laughs> you know what I mean. So there's there's always a better way. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure Overwatch is at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Do you remember that EA incident? And whether they did that pay to win loot box and they like took it out before the game even launched because it was such a yeah wow that was like remember it was during that free trial week where everybody got to play the 10 hours <laughs> yeah that was and then yeah. like the senators from Hawaii were getting involved like it was this huge thing that was crazy I love that quote Battlefront sorry uh, some, some battle, passes. battle passes are done right and some battle passes are done correctly that is profound <laughs> anyways is. anyways got Ronan got, Ronan got me off track that good discussion Ronan appreciate it <laughs> but I do I do work for uh, an NFT company I'm the head of community and support there so uh, if you if anybody would ever like to discuss this I do I do understand people's hesitation. Um, but I think long term, it's going to change gaming, and I think, I think it's inevitable. I think the reason you're seeing 
so many huge tech companies look at it is because yes, one, it offers it gives them a way to um, make lots of money, but two, it offers this. It's it's Ready Player One. It's it's the it's a step towards that where where okay, I I purchased I pre-ordered you know the ninety nine dollar Red Red Dead Redemption. I've got this cool trench coat, but that means nothing. But if I have if there's a ledger showing that I own it and it's a collectible. Well, all of a sudden, I have I have something that means more to me. I'm more willing yeah. to pay for that, and I benefit I, I benefit as a gamer. So does the you know so does the developers. It'll be used in one of two ways. NFTs can either be used to further separate gamers from their wallets. That is bad. Or it can be used to um, bring further long term engagement. That's the good way to do it. Yeah. Uh, I believe in that route, and I think that's the route uh, that we'll eventually going to go. We are eventually going to go, um, and I, I think it's exciting. Regardless, yeah, it's I, regardless where we're at, we're hey, at a we're at a pivotal time in gaming. Since we're talking about stuff, oh yeah, can, can I see. can I talk about something that upsets me? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So ESO is coming. Is a safe place. Out. Yeah, ES, ESO is coming out, right? And I think the majority of people will agree with me on this. Maybe I don't know. ESO is coming out with their new expansion. I agree that ESO is coming out yeah. with their new expansion. I agree. There's with you. two. Thi- I I really I enjoy ESO. I think it's I think it's a solid game. Um, there's things I I do wish they'd do different, but there's two things that really like just 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 get me. Is they always stagger their releases between PC and console, which is frustrating to me. So PC comes out like June, the beginning of June, and console comes out at the end of the June. I don't know why they stagger them. I don't know if it's it, it can't I I don't think it's server issues because they're on different anyway I don't know why they stagger them it it bothers me and I have the game on both PC and Xbox so it's not like I can't play it you know I that that frustrates me do why? they have more flexibility on the PC no, maybe well, I think the reason uh, you're owned by Microsoft like you. Oh, like that's the, a very I that's a very fl- valid the point. Flexibility. Well, well, you well, have okay. the flexibility. No, 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 you were just acquired by Microsoft, so you're not fully yeah, into okay, this Microsoft. What, okay, let me just I'm just gonna throw this out. So hold on, Jordan. Okay, okay I think okay, the reason, yeah. and I learned this from uh, Kaplan. This is just problem from one. Overwatch. Yeah. Good old Jeff. He he told me once that he said the reason we push out. Uh, the PR, what is it, the PR servers? Uh, the, the updates, their the patches updates, and stuff like that. They patches, push them out all that stuff uh, on their own, on Windows versus the console is because they have full control over that. Mm-hmm. Um, on the console, they, Xbox and or PlayStation need to look at the code first yeah. and to prevent that code from breaking their systems. Yes, I fully understand that. And I think with patches and hot fixes, it makes a lot more sense. With a full new release of a game that you know it is January now, they know they are re- they have a release date for this game in June. Mm. They, they couldn't talk to the. I mean, obviously, at some point it's going through certification. If it hasn't gone through certification already, they couldn't line it up. You know what I mean? Like for well, patches I, and hotfixes, I think that makes total sense. Yeah. But for new full-on expansions well, and games, no, no, no. But I think I think I think Spicy is correct, uh-huh. and then I think you're saying you're correct in saying, but they're owned by by Xbox because I I guarantee you, we're we've not seen the full ownership yet of Xbox, but yeah. I bet you eventually those two things line up. Yeah, and so that's anyway, one that's, of the benefits. That's that's a lesser thing. It just kind of it just it it bothers me when you segment your community like that. Because I don't know, it, 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 that's a small thing though. The other thing that I would like to see them do, especially with the MMO space, is why don't you bring all three of your communities together? Open up crossplay. Open up. I would ra- in in an MMO situation, I'd rather have crossplay than cross progression. 
Uh, and anywhere else, I'd rather have crossbow. Anyway, I'd rather have them both. Why? Why don't they? Why don't they allow the game to play with PlayStation players to play with? Uh, PC players, uh, why don't they allow all three of them to play, right? I know what the comment's going to be. It's like, oh, Jordan, well, it's it's actually physically impossible because of the way they coded it. It's not impossible. It's just a barrier they haven't figured out how to overcome yet. You I know, think it, they have. Yeah, and, and I actually think they have, too, because there's a lot of things that people say are impossible. Like, for example... <laughs> Uh, they said crossplay was impossible. Rocket League turned it on when no on, one was expecting it. On like, accident. No, it's not. It's possible. Flip the switch and they or, flipped wait, it off. Wait, again. or even better. Nintendo brought us Bluetooth. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Can I? You want to know what's possible? Speaking of like patching in Bluetooth capable yeah, devices, yeah. did you hear that there? I don't want to go on another tangent, but I heard they they soft patched the new Spider Man movie. <laughs> But they soft patched it. What? Like they fixed the CGI mid. Like they released a patch to fix some of the CGI scenes because they're digital now, so yes. they could just like throw them out so to the studio to the all the places. See, what's interesting? It's like this whole thing. Since this movie is not released yet, it's like people's with cell phones shooting some of the shots and then uh, like uploading them and then showing other sh- scenes before. There is proof that they have hot. Pa- like they've patched the movie. That is awesome. So it was so, like. So like, if you like are one, one of the first people to see a movie, we're so, at a day and age where by the end of that movie cycle, you could see a completely different movie. Correct. Like it took George Lucas like 15 years to do this in the past. Yeah. You know, they changed the walkie talkie, the guns to the walkie talkie. Now and now the Death yeah, Star the blows has up that, this has way. That ring. Well, now, <laughs> in week one, you have a different Spider-Man CGI scene than week two. What a weird that, world. So I got to go see it again. That is crazy. <laughs> that yeah. is funny. And look, okay, just going back to ESO, this is not a, an attack on the developers. I actually think ZeniMax is doing an incredible job with ESO. I really like it. This is just like a thing that I would that would benefit the game immensely, in my opinion, bringing these three communities together, uh, being able to play with your friends on PC, being able to play with your friends on, on PlayStation. And yeah, uh, Sony says no and doesn't play nice with others. That's fine. Pressure them. What did Rocket League do? What did Fortnite do? They said, hey, it's open everywhere else, but Sony won't let us. It pressured them into opening it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we do have a super chat oh, yeah. for Rose City Gamer. He's been a wingman for 20 months. Thank you, Rose City Gamer. He says, new segment, hot takes from the hot... This yeah. whole episode has basically been hot takes. It really has. <laughs> well, when you have like... When you're patching in Bluetooth capable... Yeah, WTF. In a world, in a world <laughs> where they can just patch a movie now. Oh, man. I think Ronan funny. brought this up in chat earlier and we haven't talked about it yet. He brought up Blizzard's oh, new yeah. game... That's right. Dude, there's new there's, IP launch and Mikey Barra, Phil Spencer, even Jason Schreier said he because Jason Schreier's all over the you know scandals at Blizzard, so he has all the inside scoop from the people that hate Blizzard right now because I don't know stuff. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> the stuff. <laughs> yada yada yada. And everybody <laughs> has said that this new survival IP that is being worked on on Blizzard is legit. Jason Schreier, Jason Schreier said that the. The disgruntled employees that have nothing good to say about, about, about Blizzard all agree <laughs> that this next title is legit. And what's fun about it is we can now say that's an Xbox title. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know it's coming to Game Pass. Yeah. So what do you want to see out of a Blizzard or what do you think we get? Because they also said New World. What do, we, what do you think we get with a Blizzard survival title? Oh, well, first of all, I'd like it to be crossplay. 
And cross progression. And right? cross progression. Yeah. <laughs> and no, it's not impossible. Impossible is not a word. It's yeah, just I don't think it's a barrier you have to figure out how to overcome. Jordan yeah. is still on It's this. as yeah. impossible as Nintendo bringing well, Bluetooth to well, the Switch. Go, go, yeah. Yeah. No, go, patching Bluetooth <laughs> to the Switch. Right. Going back to Blizzard, just a quick tangent, then I'll be done with this. They t- Blizzard told us, they said, no, WoW Classic, it's impossible. It's impossible. You can never do it. You can it's never impossible. Do it. Then right? they do it. So the I, I forget his last name, but his name was Omar, one of the developers. He said he had that mindset. It's not impossible. It's just a barrier we haven't figured out yet. It's not right? impossible. I'm going to go home and yeah. do it. So what he did is he locked himself in his office for like a day, and then he came out. He basically said, hey, Stan, hold my beer. He goes into his <laughs> office. He spends a day in there. He comes out, and he says, I figured it out. And then we have WoW Classic. WoW Classic, bitches. Yeah. 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 So I, I f- yeah. So anyway. So that's just, again, it's not an attack towards okay. Zenimax. So the new IP, Survival, what yeah. are we What are we getting from Blizzard? Do you think they incorporate any of their other characters, or is this a whole new world? I believe, actually, they said it's a whole new world that we're getting. Correct me if I'm wrong, but. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a new IP. It and looks- it's going, chat's asking if it's, uh, where it's going. It's console and PC. We know that for sure. It's both. Yeah, uh, it looks fan. They, they've all they've shared is artwork. Ah, uh, let's see if I can pull up some artwork. Yeah, for it those looks cool. fantasy based. We've got a dude. But let's and be an honest. Ex. Artwork always looks pretty cool. Yeah, artwork. <laughs> yeah. Artwork uh, always looks too. Especially cool. when you got a. Anyway, so this is one of the things, right? Right. Here. Yeah, it's well. This is what they dropped on Twitter. Uh, this unannounced survival game. Hey guys, we've been working on this. Phil Spencer said he took a look at it. But is very excited about it. Mikey Barra said the team working on this has just blown him away. Uh, everybody seems to be See? raving about it and is very excited. Now, here's the thing. Look at this. Yeah, I think. So look at this. Here, we're, we're looking at a picture of two kids, modern day kids in this forest. Looks like they're going through a portal. They've parked their bike into this fantasy world, i.e. Narnia. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. Chronicles and then up, Narnia. if you look up into the left. That's a city. That's a major city. So what 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 are we going into the survival fantasy real world modern day? Well, and if if you go back to the mo- the first picture it was it was more fantasy, you know, type character. So I wonder if it's if it's going to be you a modern character dropped into a fantasy world type thing? It might be. Yeah. What's that Stephen King well, book? Well, I know weren't they saying uh, it's it's a it's a monster hunter like game. I think Chad's talking about it right now. Dark Tower. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know, Blizzard Monster Hunter game? But they, it survived. No, no, no. It, so, Xbox Xbox is working on a Monster Hunter oh, game. Oh, X- okay, that's what it is. Yeah. Xbox is working on a Monster Hunter yeah. game. Blizzard's working on a survival game. Which, by the way, Monster Hunter game, yes, well, please. Well, it's a Monster like, Hunter-like like game, so it's not... Can you beat game. Monster Hunter? I don't yeah. know. Correct. Allegedly. I don't know. Allegedly. Allegedly. Right? Allegedly. <laughs> uh, yes, this is correct. Uh, on the spot On the spot reporting. Certain, certain affinity certain, certain affinity is working on it. Not a, yeah, not actually. Okay. But, uh, no, a whole new Blizzard IP. I mean, look what happened they came, when they came out with uh, their last new IP. It was Overwatch. It was something really... First person hero shooter was completely different than the other three games they were working on. It, completely different. Yeah, it and when Blizzard goes in, they change genres and they 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 make a space for themselves. Yeah. They create spaces. Uh and and we make fun of Overwatch a lot. I do, especially. I mean, I did on this show. But they that that game I was actually thinking about uh, Overwatch this week because you know I started playing it again just for fun and and getting it that that propelled a lot of careers uh, especially in the uh, streaming space yeah 
Um, I, I think of Moon Moon. I think of Pokelols. I think of a lot of the... It wasn't uh, XQC got X- big? from or got he, noticed from Overwatch correct. and then uh, Tim the Tatman was an was Overwatch he, an Overwatch he was an Overwatch that, yeah. uh, this game propelled a lot of careers uh, and it's I mean you you go you shift back even before Overwatch you look at what StarCraft has done for the space uh, if it's it's almost exciting I mean they only come out with games every like couple decades do you think that trend will Change. change shift now that they have uh the backing of microsoft basically or the i don't want to say it in a bit the whip of microsoft you know <laughs> what i mean like like just <laughs> like get on it you know no more 12 um, year starcraft well, like no, see microsoft has done i feel like from interviews that i've seen when when they've acquired studios microsoft basically lets players or developers i guess i would call them have the freedoms to do what they want to do. I mean, I look at Tim Schafer, for example, at Psychonauts. They give the opportunity for artists to shine. But don't... So we did hear an article... Well, okay. There was a leaked Reddit post about when Halo got delayed and stuff like that, and they were talking... uh, It was when the campaign was ramping up, and basically the developer said, will people enjoy the campaign? Yes. We would like another year to work on it, but the executives won't... That's a definite no. You know what I mean? So do you think Microsoft still will have deadlines? But you see, know what, what I mean? they they also... No, that was a leak. It wasn't... Conf- I mean, it was just I like mean, a, a reported developer. I sure. mean, so it's not anything you know that we could say is necessarily real. But what he said in that, that leak on Reddit did kind of... A lot of things in it were true, you know, so... Sure. But I feel like Microsoft also brought in players that helped the yeah, situation yeah, you know, quite yeah, a bit. Yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. I, I feel like maybe there was some things going on and they made some shifts and pulled some people. Um, like, what's his name? I just don't want to wait 12 years for StarCraft 3. I is what get I'm that. You know I know. What I, mean? I get that. I Although know. I will admit when StarCraft 2 came out, it was pretty much near perfect. Yeah, the game. Given the previous StarCraft was also 12 years ago, so anything at that point would have been an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, and the, how many iterations did they make of StarCraft before they came out with that? Yeah, a it, lot. Was a, it was. A, all I'm saying is, Blizzard does. They have. They have had a pedigree of making some pretty incredible games, and hopefully, and it was a real shame to see Blizzard just. I I called it. Uh, well, what I said, you know, over the last couple episodes is it's like watching someone fall down really slowly in slow motion down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. like what Blizzard has been the last yeah. four or five years or less than that. Three years, maybe. I don't know. It felt as though and it was so sad to see when you go, when you see BlizzCon and then they're doing how they reacted with Diablo and then all this other stuff. It was just so sad. Oh. And then to see, and then if if that were to have continued, we would have lost all these IPs. We would have lost some of the. It, they just would have. Now been we have buried. a chance for Diablo Mortal to be on consoles rather than just a phone. Actually, yeah. that was so. a tweet by Mikey Bart. This is why I'm on Twitter, everybody. Yeah, see, that's the, there's a tweet. David handles our Twitter. Yeah, there is a tweet <laughs> by Mikey Barra. It was either today or yesterday. And no, it was actually when he was talking about this game underneath it in question, someone said, hey, well, what about Diablo? What about Warcraft? And he said, we have other great teams working on these. We'll have something for you shortly. And and he specifically named Diablo Warcraft. He named another one. I forget what the third one was, but those two stood out to me. You you know what's interesting about Blizzard and and Mark going along with you talking about all the great games that are made? Is there there's not a game that Blizzard 
hasn't made that hasn't changed the industry. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like everything they have touched, it has been deliberate and very specific, mm-hmm. and it shifts everything. Well, it, and all it, of it, and and in completely different genres. World of Warcraft changed the MMO space. All games. All new MMOs come from what World of Warcraft did. Well, and RTSs. RTSs? Even Diablo. See, RTSs is interesting. Like, everything else, even Total War. I love Total War. Even all these other games, they can't compete with StarCraft. And it's it's really... In, they're so... Blizzard, when they do something, they are so strong at what they do that they just... I don't know. And to see that company just fall down the stairs really slow. Hurt. Was, we all fell down the stairs like that. It was painful. Yeah. Just just month after month after month. It was just like, oh, are you serious? What are you doing? It was like, you know, it's, and what's fun? It's not funny, but a lot of the things that were being announced over and over and over almost weekly at a certain point with Blizzard, it was around the same time I was watching Mad Men. And I really felt like it was watching. I was yeah, like, yeah, like, it was like, like, wait, this is a Mad Men episode. This, I've seen this episode. <laughs> yes, it's terrible. Uh, and uh, I'm no. a huge crush on that redheaded Mad Men. Yeah, the secret sec- secretary. Yeah, January Jones is in Mad Men. Oh, she's I oh she's the really, wife, right? I just really like that name, January Jones. Yeah, that's what a, good a name. name. That's made a name for fame. It is. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, yeah. I really think that the Microsoft purchase of Blizzard was really, really good for the industry because of the IPs that will not get destroyed in the aftermath of what has happened over there. Yeah, picture yeah. picture this to go back to Microsoft. Fifty said Microsoft is going to have to expand the building if there is ever an E3 again just to fit all the games and developers. And yeah, if that ever comes back or a version of it, think about what that would look like in the in that Microsoft there. That would be wow. <laughs> wow. That would be wow. <laughs> yeah. So it's what really- would that stage look like now? With all the game previews, you'd get all the, the wow. That stage is phenomenal. That stage is that awesome. Microsoft Theater is that is awesome. cool. That's what really was it cool before, place. like the Nokia Theater? Yeah, Nokia Center. Nokia now it's the Center? Microsoft Theater. Yeah. Um, I think anyways, they bought it so they didn't have to pay the rent for getting into the. <laughs> I actually think what it happens was, if they sell it's it a because tax all those bricks are like. They have like their own Walk of Fame there. Outside yeah, they, the have the, theater. they have the. So whoever buys it, what are they going to rip those up? Uh, yeah, the next guy. Well, I mean, yeah, they can <laughs> paint over it. Uh, no, anyways, so to see a Blizzard t- sword, is this like a full-on announcement of a new IP? Yeah, yeah. So there's a new Blizzard has a new IP, which that should that should make some should rock the world. Yeah, baby. it's pretty cool to have a Blizzard. We've uh, gone. Game come out. We've gone a while with all of our hot takes today. Let's take it's two. Qu- let's take two questions and then we'll get out of here. Stick Sticks Remix writes in and says Ubisoft is currently seeing some success with their newest title, Rainbow Six Extraction, which took a tactical shooter that's usually PvP and changed it to PVE. Can you think of another game or series that could also make one change uh, like this did and see new or renewed success? He says I think it'd be cool to see a traditionally single player action RPG be created specifically around being co-op. Think co-op version of Skyrim instead of just making an MMO. I know the Fable series had co-op, but it always felt tacked on rather than built in. That that would be cool because that's the thing, yeah. If you make a multiplayer RPG, it inevitably becomes an MMO. He wants to see a co-op, I think that's a good idea. Jordan what type of game, similar to what Rainbow Six has just done with Extraction, which none of us have had the opportunity to play. We're all going to play it this week. Yeah. 
what would you like? Is there any game out there that I you'd think, like to see? A I think nice a lot of the, I think a lot of the games that that I would want have already come to pass. Like not Overwatch Two. <laughs> is it a sequel though? No, well, no. But I've, <laughs> they're basically taking Overwatch <laughs> and then adding like three Single maps. Player. Yeah, and they're a new adding game PVE. That's exactly what. Uh, uh, which the new game mode looks fun, but yeah. yeah anyway, and yeah. Um, no, I think one of the things before I really wanted to see was a a high polished MMO like a World of Warcraft or a Final Fantasy, but in a shooter space. And I think Destiny came in and did a really good job with that. I mean, I wouldn't. I guess you can classify it as an MMO. I mean, you can't go to. Well, no, you can. You go to the main city, and there's tons of people there. You can chat, trade, and do all that fun stuff. So I don't. I don't know of a new. Right? Can you game. trade in I that mean, game? Can you? I don't think you can. Well, if you can, I would like that to happen. So, Bungie, if you could. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess I actually don't think you can because you can kind of cheat and give some. Yeah, but who cares? But that's what that's what trading's about. Yeah, but World of Warcraft did that and just make things like bind on equip or something like that, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Or soulbound. Anyway. um, Yeah. So that I mean, that was definitely something I would want. I wanted to see and it happened. So I think I don't know, like thinking of something new. Um, I, I would really like to see an open world Pokemon game, and we just got that today. You know, what your I mean? dreams so, are coming yeah, true. So, I mean, I think is it is it really getting is it getting rave reviews? Okay, I I now I listen to I have a couple Nintendo people that I listen your to your go tos my go to Nintendo guys. They're all loving it, and I think the reason people are loving it so much is because it's actually so different from the usual formula. Yeah, because Pokemon, think of Pokemon as like a Call of Duty. They just after a, a while, it, it, uh, yeah, there's a formula that works, and they, they kept doing it. And it's not that it's a bad formula, but it almost got stale. Okay, like the last Pokemon game, it was it, there was a little bit of different stuff in it with Sword and Shield, but it, it's still I don't know. This one is completely different. So, so anyway, that's uh, that's uh, spicy. Yeah, that's, How about you? What, what do you want to see? Uh, Genre with a slight that? shift, like uh, what Rainbow Six did with Extraction. Oh, okay. So t- turning a game into like a PVE. I mean, yeah, yeah. making like I a want shift that in to every kind of, game. <laughs> no, making a shift in any way. Maybe it's taking a multiplayer game and making a single player. I don't know. What What do you want to? What do you nah, want to see? I want that in every game. I like to play with my friends. I really do. So with I'm the problem. Club. The problem is, and I can, I can see like for example Halo Infinite. I can see why that map is not balanced for multiple players. However, Wait. how Oh, the the, the campaign. campaign, the campaign, yeah. However, it would be a maze balls. Doesn't need co-op. To, does it need to be? Does it need <laughs> to be balanced on legendary though? Let's be honest. What? what it's so hard. Yeah. Well, all the Halo games are hard. Yeah. On yeah but what he's saying yeah. is like, like I played on heroic single player. If there was just one other person with me, we would have dominated. Yeah. It would have been. It wouldn't. We would have just because pressed, of the, it's the verticality. Yeah, yeah. Just joystick forward and we win. <laughs> I'm heroic. <laughs> I can I can see that, but dang, that would have been fun. Yeah. And so, How do you think they balance that? I don't know because I I actually I've yet to play legendary yet. Do you think in co-op I, I they have take played, away some features? Do you think they take away the grapple? You, you can't. That's so. You can't. So, you can't because then you ruin the campaign. Yeah, that's so uh, no, vital to the game. Look, I have faith that they can do it because, like I said, I've not. I've not played legendary yet, but I have played heroic and and a little bit of normal. And I feel like heroic is actually tuned perfectly. Like yeah, I, I think I it's agree. right where it needs to be. I, mm-hmm. I really do. Uh, legendary, I'm, we'll we'll see. You know, if it's physically impossible, like the stupid ship level on Halo Two. 
uh, or or if it's you know really easy. I don't know. We'll see. But <laughs> that's the first level in Halo. Two, yeah, that level is so terrible. But you're talking about you're yeah, talking about when the waves keep coming in. When they come in into those windows, like, oh my it is so hard yeah, on legendary. <laughs> by single yourself, play and le- by single yourself. player legendary yeah, is so terrible. hard. On anyway, um, I don't know. I think because they they tuned it perfectly for single player and i guess them having more time to tune it for multiplayer um i think they'll i i mean again hoping here wishful thinking i think they'll tune it just right yeah so to answer your question Dave, did i interrupt you oh, i thought you no, were no, no i was just no no you're good any game every game give me pve i oh. mean imagine how cool witcher 3 would be <laughs> Yeah, with like two Geralt's souped running around, up, but instead of monsters. Geralt, uh, who's who's his older friend, uh, the one who trained him, you know, the old guy, the old dude, the old dude, ha- have you the Witcher basically <laughs> have, have Witchers just Witcher? Well, I mean, it, you yeah, you could be all the remaining Witchers. It's like Witcher Left for Dead. It's so awesome. There are two every th- game. There are two things that I would like to see in different types of game. The first one we've talked about this before, and I'm not a guy that plays difficult games. I just think this is a really cool concept. <laughs> I want a game, the alt, the ultimate from software game, and if Ooh. you die, the entire game is erased from your. You have to buy a new game. It's a one time. But then the game would be one dollar. You can't make yeah, it a sixty. Yeah, can't go you Nintendo. Can it, you can make it a ten dollar game. <laughs> no, I. I no, mean, even better. It's also a one time purchase. Iron Man yeah, hard yeah, core awesome. mode. It's also a one time purchase. And it and then it shuts down like the power grid to your house. <laughs> like it's like next level. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I want I want something that like yeah, make it, okay, we're talking about difficulty, but let's let's make it matter. Okay? So, so in, in one addition- time purchase. So it can only be on your registered Xbox one time. So you have to yeah, play. Yeah, it reads the MAC address. Imagine the rage videos you would get. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're like oh, invested. Yeah. Especially if you're almost to the end. Imagine the oh. amount of views on those uh, on those uh, walkthrough videos. <laughs> on yeah. Yeah. speed runs. Yeah, speed runs. Oh, no, that's talk about a speed run that matters. Yeah. Speaking of Dark Souls games, can I just tell you guys how excited I am for Elden Ring? Yeah, and when's that coming out? A little less than a month, the less end of February. It's it's February is next week. Yeah. Okay, I still have another game to talk about though. There we go. I wanted a Dark Souls game that was more open world. Oh, and, and you I'm, got now it. I'm getting it. Dude, you're even Steven. Yeah. Jordan's having a really great week. He's having yeah, a really great week. The other one that they've tried and failed on, I want a multiplayer SimCity. But one that works. Yeah, they didn't just fail. <laughs> they failed. They massively. Remember, yeah, you would always reach this hard. point. The three of us would be playing, and you reach this point where you realize, I'm not getting anybody from any other city. That that game, like it's all, it's, and it's my, actually, and my and my 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 citizens aren't going to any other cities. WTF? It's so funny because that game just like the game design itself, like it was just a circle of failed because you could like, oh shoot, we can't like. As frustrating as it was that we couldn't play with our friends, it's like, okay, we accept that. We're not playing with our friends yeah. anymore. Yeah. So you go to play the game by yourself. Yeah, let me but create different of, cities that supply each other. That's but fine. But because of the mechanic and how like they invested this in the cities like was, trading with others, it was, it was still broken because even though it was single player, you yeah. couldn't... Oh, but man. See that, but see that concept? I like that. Like, le- let me build a city in a world that basically I have to compete with for resources and... Yeah. 
Yeah, let me do like, it. Well, it would be fun. Like, why come to my city over David's city or yeah. Mark's? Because well, I'm not going to Jordan City. Like, I've seen him I, build cities. Like, how do yeah, I? I actually, unless uh, I get a VIP card, I actually <laughs> and I don't have I to go into like really, District uh, Nine. <laughs> I've actually learned that I would not be a good dictator presidential leader yes. if i ever like run for president or something it would be a because, dictatorship for you because yeah, you. it's well i just get so frustrated everybody if it. jordan seems like this nice guy if he runs for president i would not vote do for not him. vote for this i, guy. Just, I, for I just get so frustrated with people you know what i mean like when they don't listen <laughs> well there's getting frustrated and then there's removing all police and firemen yeah, and then on and then purpose building a wall out, around them and then i set up the city to district that off and you give them no suit or anything you well, like for like you send messages man. it was like it was like okay when my kid misbehaves he gets punished here we go well because they were it was something stupid they like kept complaining and i was like well what if you didn't have police he does the you same know? thing in zoo tycoon <laughs> he like if tourists aren't buying enough cotton candy he unleashes the lions <laughs> yeah i know it's just like it was i i well and it was just it was a domino effect one thing led to another and it just it, it, it actually I don't know how it got to this point, but it did actually end up like, uh, like there was districts. <laughs> I had I had a district that I this really enjoyed. Yeah, there wasn't thirteen. There districts. was the capital. There was, I think there was. <laughs> I think there was three districts. There was the district that I hated, so I pulled out police and education and everything. And then there was like the working district. You could be like a semester and then I had in like, a psychology then I had class. Like, You're a like, games maker. You're yeah. the games maker. Yeah, and then I had the like the where puppet city hall master. was the puppet master. Yeah, it was just That's funny. I think this is what I think this is what set me off is I had to, I had like a factory and it was blowing east. The fact that and you I, the fact I that put you it, remember what set you off? Well, it was like the final straw. There was a lot of things that made <laughs> me mad hilarious. about like this particular neighborhood. But the final straw, and this is in City Skyland, the, it was like the wind was going, e- it wasn't even blowing towards them. It was blowing towards something else. And they kept complaining about pollution. I was like, you guys, it's not even. The they pollution's were, not even coming your yeah, way, man. Was, then Wait, this yeah. was in Skylines, not City I think it was, yeah, I was, it was in Skylines. Because yeah. that game actually worked. Yeah, Skylines Apparently. is legit. <laughs> yeah. You, you were like the guy on Far Cry 6, you know? Yeah. You know, you know what else City Skylines failed in? Oh Wait, my gosh! Sim City, it, no, no, sorry, sorry, Sim City. So, so not only was Sim City Skylines fun, is legit. Yeah, City Skylines is actually a great game. Not only did Sim City fail in in like the fundamental gameplay loop because it was broken. Even when you played single player, it was broken. Yeah, it just didn't Instead work. of fixing the game, they were all about like trying to save the world in City. They're like, in I know. They're okay, like, guys. All right, guys, I know what they need. Guys, we have a crappy product. How do we overcome that? Give Nissan them, Leaf. Give them the Nissan Leaf pack. Yeah, environmentalism. That's how we do it. <laughs> and then they had to like. Then they we had mask, to. We mask our our crap behind environmentalism. <laughs> yeah, what's so behind, funny? Behind good and intentions. Then, well, that was just like a DLC pack. You're like, huh? Yeah, it was. Like, that was that and was, it was like once a week that they would drop. That something. was And then they and came like, out with like an expansion, basically. That was like, you can either be the evil polluter who does this, or you can build windmills. And it was like, well. Well, Wait how a about minute! You fix your game. Like I thought it was supposed to be like yeah, not only fix your game, but I thought there was supposed to be like the triangle, right? Where like yeah, there's industry, give and take. Yeah, industry polluted, but it gave you this benefit. Uh, the wind things didn't pollute, but they gave you this benefit. You know what I mean? So yeah, you there wanted was, it was always was, so again by pushing the environment thing, which I mean was funny. 
they also broke the game more because now they broke the triangle of things that worked. Yeah, Brad Lecomte. Yeah, if if they say they hate our game, they it's because they hate the environment. That's what we'll do. We'll weaponize it. That was just speaking of like watching people fall down the stairs slowly. Like Sim City was from beginning to end. Yeah, that was pretty. Well, that was around the same time as Diablo Three launched. Right, it was yeah, yeah. and it was, the, and the, the problem with Diablo Three is that was a single player game that you had to be online to play, yeah. which oh. was a weird concept at the time. So Skyline is fantastic. Brother Buddha says downloading Skyline's a Game Pass as you speak. Love it. Yeah, if you have a Skylines. PC, I would. Oh, and this makes me angry too. If you have a PC, here's what Xbox needs to fix about the Game Pass. Skyline's on Game Pass on PC is the Xbox version. You have to go to Steam to get. What I call the real version, and it's drastically different. Yeah, it's because it's so actually, much different. They have like the keyboard and mouse layout. Yeah, the up. Game Pass, the Game Pass one is the controller layout that they just they ported it over from the Xbox to the PC for Game Pass. Why not just use the actual, the actual PC Xbox version? version? Oh. It is far superior. Rose City Gamer with a super chat. Thank you very much for that super chat. Yeah, uh, SimCity that killed me. So not only was the game broken. But then they further broke it because they ruined the triangle of like yeah. benefits and downfalls. And yeah, if I ever make a crappy yeah. game, when we make our crappy game, guys, we'll like put children in front in front of it, homeless children. <laughs> so, they the so they can't complain. So they can't complain. And you only hate our game because you hate children. <laughs> That's the way to do it. <laughs> That's what they did. Uh, Last uh, question, everybody. Steemo. All right. Steemo writes in. And says, hey, bros, love your work all the way from New Zealand. Oh, hey, baby. New Zealand. New Zealand. Good vibes. He says, as you start adulting more in life with work, wives, children, etc., I have quickly started to realize my gaming hours have significantly dropped from when I was in my prime of a teenager. I am now 31. How do you three all keep relevant in the gaming world while running busy lives? Any tips or tricks I can use and maybe the rest of the bros can use? Keep up the great work watching your channel and being in Discord keeps me going. Steemo, thank you very much for that question. Can I take can I take the lead on this? Because Please. Uh-huh, yeah, I have really struggled, especially this last this last year with playing because I, I just have a very intensive job. I'm working, you know, 12, 16 hours. I'm on the clock quite a bit. Uh, and so by the time I, 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 I get done with work, my brain is just fried and I just watch TV or go to bed. But what I've done this year, um, it was my New Year's goal. Like, I've got to play games. I'm missing out on this. I set aside time legitimately, calendar it in a chunk of time to just play games. And I was talking to my wife about this last time. I have been enjoying games like I haven't in years. Mm-hmm. And I think here's why. I think there's a mental thing so for instance when i wasn't scheduling time and i was just fitting in games where i could i always felt stressed out because it's like like oh i I should be doing something else but i gotta play this game whereas setting that time aside calendaring it blocking it out this is when i'm playing games it's just a mental thing for me not everybody works like this but i but i think what it's done is it's allowed me to just like nope i have nothing to worry about there's no stress and i have genuinely genuinely been enjoying gaming again i mean i've played this week out of what this five day week i played four of the five days of video game on multiple different types of video games and just and just enjoying it uh so usually you know i I do it after my kids go to bed and i say okay i got two hours two hours tonight on a video game Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that has worked for me and i'm telling you it has it has changed my life uh and i'm back 
to where I'm just having fun again. And I feel rejuvenated after playing a video game. Whereas before, I felt drained because it was exhausting. Because there was this stress like, what else am I supposed to be doing? Oh, I got to get this in. I got to, you know what I mean? Like, no, set aside the time and just do it. That's, that's, that's my advice. That's what I would recommend. No, that's good advice. I agree. Any different strategies, thoughts? <clears throat> um, I think it depends on the game you play, too. Because sometimes it's nice. Like, for example, I've been playing through some of my backlog games before I get ready for Elden Ring. Because that game's going to take me over for a while. It's been nice to go to games that are completely different from what I'm used to playing. So, for example, I was playing a lot of Halo. Uh, we were playing a lot of Escape from Tarkov. So, so a lot of first-person shooters and a lot of competitive first-person shooters. Um, it was nice to play uh, Metal Gear Solid 5, which was one of my backlog games. Yeah, it's still a shooter, but it's different. It's it's it's, it's completely different. It's more focused on story and, and stealth. Uh, Mark and I uh, have been playing a game called Divinity 2, Original Sin, which is basically Dungeons & Dragons, something completely different from what we've been used to playing. And it's just, it's nice to not... Because sometimes you can feel stressed while playing games, like Escape from Tarkov, or even playing like ranked modes and stuff in Halo... So it's it's nice to play a game where it's just you're relaxing and having fun. Well, and then even even this week, just setting aside aside that time, I'm on. You guys are playing a completely different game, yeah. And I'm playing Halo. Or you want to know what game I played this week with my son, Mickey Mouse from the 360? It's is wait, is that the side scroller one that yeah. you were telling me about? It's yeah, so good. Yeah. I'm really imp- I'm having fun. Well, my kids watching do, it. Do you remember Disney Fantasia and like how many hours we put into that? Oh hey, yeah. Sometimes Disney makes games that hit. <laughs> yeah, it's just know? so good. I'm yeah. blown away. I am blown away. But that's uh, yeah. But anyways, yeah. I've even been able to sit and and we are able to enjoy each other's company while yeah. playing different games. I think that's fun. Spicy. Yeah. Uh, any any last advice here? For, uh, I I don't know. I'm in a really weird, weird space right now with my adulting life. He is. So I don't know. I'm I'm stressed out of my mind. Got a lot of work to do. Got a kid that's supposed to be here that's not here yet. That dumb son of a gun. Yeah. That, he takes that. something away as soon as he gets here. Yeah. Takes something away. Yeah. And I see him like. So I everyone. I have a kid that was due a little bit ago. He's still cooking in the oven. So to speak, and I'm watching. I'm watching this kid like beat the crap out of my wife. They yeah. do that, yeah. They, they're pretty mean. Like he's letting their punch in her stomach, you know. Like, and she's like, oh, oh, you know. Sounds like something you would do. I know. I get. I get. <laughs> I probably would do that. That's probably my kid. There's a good chance that's me in there. You know. Take away his Game Pass sub. Yes. <laughs> yeah. T- yeah. Anyways, uh, so I. I don't know. I'm in a really weird space. Right now with my gaming stuff, uh, I, I, I pulled up Overwatch after like two years to try to get something else because I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm in a weird, I'm stressed out of my mind. And stress is weird because it makes it so you don't want to play, but you want to play. Yeah, that's, you don't what play. I would do is browse the store always. And I'm like, what do I play? I don't feel like buying that. And uh, just don't fight it, man. Don't fight it. Yeah. Just accept it. We do have some super chats, everybody. Uh, Ronan drops a super chat and says, Jordan, yes. play Final Fantasy with me. I don't know what the Roman numeral is. What Roman numeral is that? Uh, 14. 14. 14. Online. Play Final Fantasy online with me. That is all. Long live the queen. Yes. All right. <laughs> hey, yeah. For those that don't know, Final Fantasy is back on sale. Boom. So that's great. If anybody does want to play with me or anything, I, I believe I'm on the data center crystal. Realm Zalara. The only MMO so. that Microsoft needs to purchase to have all three. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, the top yeah, three. and we really want that game to come to Xbox, but yes. I just it's you know as the day goes by, I get less of the yeah. But yeah, dude, Ronan, I'm in, and anybody else that's in, let's play. Huge thank you, well, Ronan, for that. We can't super buy chat. the game yet, can we? No, it's back on sale as of the 25th. Because oh, they, they, yeah, that's right. Yeah. They took it off because they were having so much success and just yeah. <laughs> too much success. <laughs> they were like, we're we're doing too well. We got we can't we can't maintain this. Can you imagine going into that boardroom meeting? Guys, we're doing so good. What if Xbox we buys Square Enix? Stop selling our stuff. At what point does Microsoft run out of like cash found on the sofa? Like you think you, know? you think Twitter Twitter Sony fans are freaking out now? Well, if I Square mean, Enix is purchased, wait, they wait, freaked out at Bethesda as well. Wait, hold on, did I get that wrong? Is it February twenty fifth that it goes back on sale? Yeah, 25th, or is it or is it? January 25th. For some reason, I thought it was January 25th. Oh, well, I might be wrong. When it goes back on sale, that's our Realm and Data Center, and I'm totally into play. So. Boom. Done. Uh, Reactor League also dropped a super chat. He says, just the month roughly till my Xbox Portable, i.e. Steam Deck. Ooh, that's exciting, man. Keep up the great show, guys, and everyone stay safe out there. Thank you, Thank Reactor, Reactor League, League, for that yes. super chat. And that does us for today's show, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. For those of you who are here, live in YouTube, uh, I just pinned to the top of chat the link to the after show. So go join us over there. Click that link and we will be on the after show. It's an after party. It's adults only 21 or over. So come and join us. It'll be a good time for everybody listening. Huge. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you rate, review and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to us. It really helps the show and come join us on YouTube and we will see you guys over in Xbox land. Have a great, have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. I'm looking